0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. We'd increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the Sacrament. Amen. If you're enjoying how Sunday Setup helps you prepare for Mass each weekend, be sure to continue to spread the word about our podcast now that it's in its third year. We open up our readings this weekend with a passage from the second book of Kings. Alicia makes friends with a woman of influence who urges him to dine with her. They spark a friendship, and we're told that whenever Alicia would be passing through the city of Shunem, the woman would put the prophet up in her residence. But this was no rough, two-star rated Airbnb for Alicia. No, all of the furnishings that Alicia receives are detailed to demonstrate just how good he had it. Our passage starts to detail this overnight stay at the Airbnb for Alicia, but then what you'll hear at Mass skips over two very important verses. During this one stay, Alicia tells his servant to summon the woman of influence because he wants to show her some act of kindness for her generosity. Through the servant, Alicia says, You have troubled yourself greatly for us. What can we do for you? When she bashfully replies in certain terms that she doesn't want anything, the servant of Alicia reveals that the woman has no son and her husband is getting on in years. At this, Alicia does what prophets do. He tells her in a promise that this time next year, you will be fondling a baby son. And true to form, that's exactly what happened. Our second reading opens with a bit of debate as to just what St. Paul meant when he was writing to the Christians in Rome. He says to them, Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Now, recall that St. Paul never had visited Rome before when he wrote this letter to those living there, so he could be asking this question in one of two ways. The first possibility here is that St. Paul means this a bit playfully, as if reminding them of something they already knew, like preaching to the choir, or saying, don't you know that you have to stop at red lights? Which, of course, everyone already knows. Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? But the second possibility here is that St. Paul actually didn't think the Christians in Rome knew that they were baptized into the death of Christ Jesus, and therefore he feels that he needs to tell them. Either way, he sets out to remind them that just as they were buried with Jesus through baptism, so too that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. This link between baptism and death is something we see Jesus himself making in Mark's Gospel. You remember that when James and John ask Jesus for a place in his kingdom, Jesus asks them if they could be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized, referring to his impending death. St. Paul rounds out his reminder to the Christians in Rome by telling them that they too must think of themselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. That same Christ Jesus isn't rolling any punches in our gospel passage this weekend. The 10th chapter of St. Matthew's Gospel, which was our Gospel excerpt two weekends ago at Sunday Mass, began with the flashy commissioning of the apostles and Jesus giving them authority and power. But now, as that same chapter ends, Jesus gives a harsh reminder of what being his follower really means. Whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. As Christians, we've heard take up your cross so many times before that the scandal and difficulty of what this would have meant to the original hearers of such a statement can be lost on us. Those who heard this right from the mouth of Jesus would have likely shuddered at the thought of taking up a cross to be crucified. The pain alone of such a taking up was one thing, but perhaps equally as difficult to accept would have been the public humiliation associated with taking up a cross. You see, those who were condemned to die by crucifixion were marched through the city as onlookers harassed and mocked them, and all, of course, as they were quite concretely taking up their cross to the place of crucifixion. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for this 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time in Year A. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.